0: hello and welcome to the my va dayton podcast coming to you from dayton ohio this is the show where we talk with veterans in the western ohio region to share their stories and share what's happening at the dayton va medical center i'm scott lease your host with co-host greg tucker and we have with us today a navy veteran originally from san antonio texas gil Esparaza. Is that the way you pronounce it, Gil Esparza?
1: That's correct, Gil Esparza.
0: All right, fantastic. Uh, Gill is actually from the Greene County Veterans Services Office. Gill is the ninth of 14 children raised in Texas. Uh, he joined the Navy in 1978, serving until 1993. He moved to Ohio in 2007 and was employed as an adult probation officer, later becoming a member of the Veterans Treatment Court. For the past several years, Gil has been employed as a veteran service officer for Green County Veteran Services. He also plays a vital role in, the, in an organization called Warriors on Wheels, a nonprofit cycling program for veterans and first responders. Welcome Gil, we're thrilled to have you with us today. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, now before we get to know a little bit more about you, we're going to put you to the test. <laughs> That's right. It's time to put you to the test. This is something we do with all our guests. Uh, It's time to play Don't Tell Me, I Think I Know That. This is the game where we put our guests to the test of their knowledge of military trivia, a game where our listeners can also play along to see if their minds are mired in mounds of military minutiae as ours are. Are you ready to take the challenge?
1: I'm ready to
0: roll. All right. Uh, That's the attitude we like to hear. So here's your first question. What is another name for a satellite antenna on ship or shipboard? Would it be A, a trash can, B, spikes, C, ugly, or D, (laughs) pancake?
1: That would be A, trash can.
0: That is correct. (laughs) Yes, the antennas uh, on board ship are shaped like uh, half a trash can and have an autocorrect gyro in them to track the satellite while while the ship is moving. Now, here's your second question. What do the initials CGN signify? Would it be A, Guided Missile Cruiser, conventional powered, B, Guided Missile Cruiser, nuclear powered, C, Combat Missile Cruiser, or D, Guided
1: Cruiser? That would be B, Guided Missile Cruiser, nuclear powered. You've got it.
0: Yes, uh, the letters C-G-N stand for Cruiser, Guided Missile, Nuclear. Um, all these classes of ships uh, have been decommissioned. Only nine were ever built, with uh, three of them USS uh, Bainbridge, USS Long Beach, and USS Truxton, essentially unique vessels, each, um, each an entirely new class of ship. The rest belong to the California class uh, the, uh, Vir- and the Virginia class. So here's your third and final question. Okay, now this, you know, we've been testing you on your Navy knowledge. This is really more in general to military uh, trivia and specifically to bicycling, uh, which you are very familiar with. So when was the bicycle first used under fire in combat use? Would it be 1850, 1840, 1870, or 1890?
1: It'd be C, 1870.
0: That is the right answer. You got three out of three, (laughs) fantastic. So yes, the uh, first alleged use of the bicycle under fire came during the Franco-Prussian War of 1870 when messengers rode high-wheeled bicycles carrying dispatches from headquarters to troops and back. And that's that that bicycle with the one big wheel and the one little small wheel. So how would you like to be under fire on one of those things? (laughs) I think uh, I think I'd pass on that. Yeah. So, Greg, uh, what has uh, Gil won for playing our game today?
2: Well, Gil, we have for you a set of four Dayton VA Industrial Strength Chip Clips, designed by NASA's aerospace engineers to keep your chips crisp on your next stellar space journey or <laughs> ride, or whenever you may be, wherever you may be traveling in the near future. Compliments. Of the Dayton VA. Yeah.
0: And I bet you're familiar with those chip clips, yes, aren't you? Yes, Everybody yes. loves those chip mm-hmm. clips. So uh, we're going to take a quick break now. When we come back, we'll hear more from Navy veteran Gil Esparza about his work with Warriors on Wheels. When I left the military, I had an issue with my hearing. I never had a check then, but it continued to get worse as the years went on. I went to the VA, they helped me receive a disability rating so that I was eligible to receive care at the Dayton VA. Don't wait another day to see how the VA may help you. I'm a vet, and it's my VA. Make it your VA today. To enroll, call 937-268-6511, extension 5336, or visit dayton.va.gov. My name is Corporal Bradley
2: Joseph Seitz. Jerry
3: Reed. Kate Weber. These are real veterans facing a real challenge. I have PTSD.
2: And I have PTSD.
3: I have PTSD. Post-traumatic stress disorder can happen to anyone.
2: I was still in a war zone in my mind.
3: But treatment can turn your life around. Treatment has really saved my life. To learn about PTSD and how treatment can help you, call your local VA medical center or visit ptsd.va.gov.
0: And we're back with Gil Esparza, a Navy veteran with the nonprofit Warriors on Wheels. So, tell us, Gil, your organization, Warriors on Wheels, is a nonprofit that uh, takes donated bicycles and refurbishes them for use for uh, our veterans and first responders. Uh, how does bicycling benefit a person's ment- a person mentally and physically?
1: Well. Um... Cycling uh, has been instrumental in changing me mentally and physically. Uh, it provides uh, reduces anxiety. Just 30 minutes on a bicycle gives you like a new breath in life. Uh, it reduces anxiety. It helps you with coordination. You're working muscles that you probably never used even when you walk or run. Uh, if you're clipping in, you're using muscles pushing and pulling. Your heart cardio becomes better. Uh, waistline gets thinner. Uh, joints feel better. And uh, I find that whenever I have a difficult decision in my life, I get on my bike and at least ride for a half hour before I can make that before I make that decision. And that really helps clear your mind. Gives my clarity and yeah. reduces my anxiety. Um, so it's been very beneficial to me in my life.
2: Uh, Gil, if we can kind of go into, how did you get started with the uh, Warriors on Wheels? Or, tell us your story. I know you kind of gave me a yeah. little bit of it. Yeah, well,
1: uh, I got activated uh, in during the Gulf War, and I uh, was injured in, uh, in 1993, 92-93, and it suffered a spine and lumbar injury and I was having a difficult time running and doing the things that I was used to doing as a, as a pretty active f- former military guy, military guy um, and I was having quite a pity party really being bothered with anxiety, depression and uh, I was arriving home from church one day and on a Sunday and uh, stopped at a yard sale and bought one of these old bicycles that were made of steel and uh, just out of I just decided to buy a bicycle. and yeah. uh, Not
0: that this is a brand endorsement, but what brand was it?
1: <laughs> it was the old Schwinn. I know you can say The old that, yeah. Schwinn, yeah. the monster that weighed like fifty pounds, but uh, I started riding it just to see. I wanted to do something because I was just isolating, depressed. Yeah, uh, you know, I'd gone through a divorce. Uh, just it was. I was in a yucky spot. Um, and when I got on the bike, uh, I started riding in the afternoons after work and, and I started getting this little spring in my walk and uh, slowly I became the guy with the bike through the city because I rode it everywhere, wore it out, bought another one, and then just kept buying more and more. And I started finding that my mental and physical health was getting better. Um, so I just kept riding and uh that's what really got me on a bicycle and it was in the early 90s about 91 92.
0: and so how did that grow into a nonprofit?
1: well i uh used my uh gi bill to go to school after getting medically uh discharged from the military um went to a review board in dc i wanted to stay in but because of my the work that i did I suggested it'd be better that I get out and you know do something different. So I went to school using the uh, chapter 31 program which is amazing. I highly recommend men and women that um, have struggled with physical issues and other things to get into that program. Once I got into the uh, Chapter 31 program, I went into criminal justice background and uh, that's when I became a probation officer uh, working with at-risk people, they were caught in the justice system, and part of being on probation was making sure that you were present, that you showed up, that you were clean, that you did what you were supposed to do and followed the plan. Well, yeah, well, not just uh, in court, but also
0: other programs and, and your job and other oh, yeah. activities in the community. Absolutely. So yeah. and and so this helped those uh, those veterans who were. Well, they were missing... Jeopardy?
1: Yeah, they were missing appointments. And I saw that our city was one of the number one uh, places for riding a bike with miles and miles of bike trails. And most of them lived off the bike trails. So I started buying bikes myself, fixing them up and presenting them to the men and women that were in the program. And they stopped missing their appointments and they started feeling better mentally, physically. They started holding themselves accountable, and I would ride with them uh, as an officer. And they said, well, that's kind of weird. You shouldn't be doing that. But I was cool with it. So that's kind of how that started. And I created a program called uh, uh, Wheels of Victory and helping people stuck in the judicial system. And that's when I started seeing our veterans get stuck in the courts and in the jails. And I was like, man, something's not right here. And... uh, Cool. And, and so getting
0: involved in this program helped them. How, how did it help them? How did it uh, keep them on the path to the straight and narrow, as they say? Well, for one, they had to
1: commit to me for a year, meaning that they had to agree to ride with me every week. They had to agree to wear safety gear. They had to agree to uh, stay sober, stay clean. And uh, we would do community outreach projects together so we started riding like three days a week and on the weekends um and as a result it just started growing uh to the point where the judge put a bicycle rack in front of the courthouse that was never there before so now you start seeing bikes parked so there. even the court recognized the value of this yeah, program our judge, our judge was just so uh, a cy- avid cyclist himself he joined us on our rides and uh I created I created Warriors on Wheels, and we everybody has a Warriors on Wheels shirt that rides with us. They get a Warrior kit when they become part of our uh, tribe, cycling tribe, I call it. And uh, I found that uh, what they were doing is they were just happier. They were showing up. They were more talkative. Um, they couldn't wait to go for another ride and say, Hey, are we riding today? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not on schedule, but yeah, we
0: can ride. So would it be that uh, these guys had found a connection that they might have had in the military that they didn't have on the outside?
1: Yeah, I, and I, as I think about it now, I remember when I was discharged and how alone I felt. Because uh, I was attached to a special boat unit, uh, SBU-24 out of Little Creek, Virginia, and we PT'd, we ran, we did everything together. It was to the right, to the left, as, uh, as most Marines know, and anybody else in the military. So it brought that camaraderie back. I was with like-minded people that served. We knew our MOS's, we knew our, uh, you know, our rates, uh And it became this brotherhood and sisterhood connection. And I started hearing, you know, that's the biggest thing that I've missed when I've gotten out of the military. I've lost my band of brothers. And every time I talk about it I get teary eyed because seeing these men and women when they receive their bike is is just like Yeah. Yeah. And then becoming part of the tribe is just amazing. Right. <laughs> and that's
0: that's something that not everybody understands. You know, not every one of our listeners is a uh, is a veteran uh, and a lot of them don't have that experience of uh, having that connection with their, your, as they say, the band of brothers or sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and yeah. that, uh, uh, it is, it's a different world. You, you leave that behind and you leave your extended family behind. It's just like if you had, uh, cut off half of your family.
2: Yeah. Now, so, now Gil, there was something in Dayton daily news. Uh, tell us about that right there. You were, Your organization was recognized for something.
1: Actually, I was at a city meeting because of the new Veterans Memorial that we're putting up in Greene County. I'm on the committee for it to build a beautiful facility that will honor all our men and women that served. Um, And there was a reporter there when we were doing the photo op. She says, hey, I heard them talking about Warriors on Wheels. That's exciting to me. Can we meet and talk about it? So me and a couple of the guys from the Warriors tribe got her on bikes and rode to meet her for lunch and uh, sat around and talked, and she wrote a pretty beautiful story about yeah. uh, the work that we're doing.
0: So tell us how you went from your original program to the now Warriors on Wheels.
1: Well, I was attending a, a men's Bible study on Monday night called uh, Men of Victory. And it was just to hold ourselves accountable in the community, with our families and in our workplace. And while I was doing the Wheels of Victory, working with drug addicted people on drugs and and alcohol and that are stuck in the system and have nowhere to go, uh, I got them involved and created the Wheels of Victory. And again, it was similar to uh, the, the same concept. No transportation, lost license. Bike gets you from point A to point B and it helps you physically and mentally when I as a probation officer when I started seeing the men and women in uniform that had disconnected after leaving the service to their tribe that self medicated for whatever reason suffering from post traumatic stress physical injuries uh, and hidden injuries that we don't see they were just sitting in the jail and, I, and it just, I said, that's, that's my tribe. So I right. started wheels, uh, Warriors on Wheels Cycling and, and modeled it after the, the uh, wheels of victory, but to impact veterans. And I did not want to leave the first responder community because they carry the same wounds mm-hmm. that we do, that we don't see. Right. So, so tell
0: them. us how folks connect Uh, today with uh, your cycling team with your warriors on wheels
1: Uh, our website is under construction Uh, we have a Facebook page that's very active has quite a few followers Uh, we were privileged to present a bike to a female army veteran that served in uh, Iraq yesterday she's pretty excited you can follow us on Facebook at warriors on wheels like I said, our, uh, our uh, website is under construction and hopefully we should have that in by the end of the month and active and up and running. But... Um, now, can anyone be a part of your organization? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we uh, sometimes get calls from social work agencies and children's services that say, hey, Gil, I have this mom with a, a child that wants to ride to help reduce weight. And I thought about you guys and I met the family Uh, a young boy who had autism high functioning autism and needed training wheels and we put him on a sweet bike with training wheels uh got him his little helmet we went to the 9 11 memorial in beaver creek ohio and man he rode left and right and he was so excited so we we don't turn people away if we can help them right but our mindset and our mission is uh enhancing the lives of veterans and first responders through cycling.
2: okay so it's basically veterans or veterans related or first responders okay absolutely okay now with the bikes everybody doesn't have a bike so how are you fulfilling that need? well
1: originally I, I my wife says I was putting too much of my own money in it. And uh, so she's kind of the brains behind everything now. And and, uh, we get some really neat donations. And the article that Dayton Daily did on us really, really pushed it in a different level. Uh, Spouses, surviving spouses of uh, veterans that served that passed said that uh, the story moved them and they wanted to help the foundation. They donated bikes, they donated funds uh, and we're allowed to. Uh, it allows us to be able to purchase more bikes. Sure,
0: absolutely. If anybody uh, had any interest in donating a bike or making another donation, how can they do that? Or are there other ways that they can help uh, other than donating a bike or financial contribution?
1: Oh well, yeah, we we uh, when we do uh, group rides, they can help by coming out and volunteering. Uh, when we do events, they can come and volunteer, come alongside us when we do our community service projects with our team. Uh, they can find us on Facebook at the Wars on Wheel Cycling, it has all our information with our email that uh, they can connect with us to see how they can help. Uh, and whether it's donating a bike, donating a helmet, uh, we never want to not provide a helmet for a, for a cyclist.
2: Now, we're going to give ready a go to break. Yeah. But when we come back, we want to talk to you about how the VA played a integral part far into getting this started. (laughs) So we'll talk to Gil once we come back from break.
0: My name is Corporal Bradley Joseph Seitz. Jerry Reed.
2: Kate Weber.
3: These are real veterans facing a real challenge. I have PTSD.
2: And I have PTSD. I have
3: PTSD. Post-traumatic stress disorder can happen to anyone.
2: I was still in a war zone in my mind.
3: But treatment can turn your life around. Treatment has really saved my life. To learn about PTSD and how treatment can help you, call your local VA medical center or visit ptsd.va.gov
2: the Dayton VA changed my life there was a time I was
0: jobless and homeless didn't know where to turn for help I felt like there was no hope for me then I learned about the Dayton VA they helped me find the help I needed to get back on track I received support, got a job found a place to live, I got my life back don't wait another day to see how the VA may help you I'm a vet and it's my VA make it your VA today to enroll, call 937-268-6511, extension 5336,
2: or visit dayton.va.gov. And welcome back. Now, Gil, just before we went to break, you are going to tell us how the VA played a major part in the cycling. Well,
1: um, one of the things I can say is that my VA treatment team is, for me, second to none. My doctor, my PT team, prosthetics team, uh, my mental health team has been so instrumental in where I am today, and I continue to work with them regularly through Zoom meetings, classes, but uh, Dr. V has been my my godsend, and... Uh, Uh, Because I can't run, I took up cycling, and cycling has been everything to me. Um, I average 12 to 1,700 miles a year on my bike. Uh, I'm way below that from a fall I had in August of last year that uh, caused uh, another concussion. I'm a TBI from active duty. Um, So I had a really bad uh, fall and suffered a uh, post-concussion syndrome where my balance was just completely jacked. Uh, The the VA was very, very helpful in putting me into the uh, vestibular therapy program to help me get balance back. Uh, My therapist wanted me to use a cane, but I was totally against it. Uh, But she was really, really helpful. Uh, Went through the vestibular therapy three months and I wanted to get back on my bike, but my balance is still not where I need to be. And I spoke to Dr. V, and she said, uh, hey, let me connect you with prosthetics. And the rest is history. My prosthetics team came alongside me like a band of brothers and sisters. They worked my knees, they worked my hips, they worked my balance. And uh, because I ride so much, they provided my bicycle for me, which is Warrior One. And um, I ride with other veterans that have been recipients of... uh, bikes to our prosthetics team that are double amputees and I can barely even keep up with them, but had it not been for my v a team my treatment team uh I probably would have been spiraling down from not being on my bike and now my bike's she's pretty nice yeah and and uh our prosthetics team provided it for me oh so well, okay. that's how the v a is really they're my they're my they're my go-to.
2: Okay. Because you were telling me the story that they hadn't had the bicycle program. Yeah. And they spoke with you about.
1: Yeah, I was talking to prosthetics and making sure that I had the proper bike. And we, we were getting to f- figure out, well, how am I going to get this bike? And uh, prosthetics says, uh, the director there says, hey, Gil, we do not have an Ohio connection for bikes for our warfighters. And I said, well, man, I know the best cycling companies in all of Ohio. And he says, maybe you can help us get a vendor that will help our veterans with bikes. And not only provide the bike, but repair them for them and keep them up to date. So I started working with our bike that has come alongside Warriors on Wheels and uh, this KNG cycle out of Ohio. And uh, they became a vendor right away, worked with prosthetics within a month. They were one of our vendors here. So now Dayton VA uh, prosthetics team and medical center has a uh, uh, bike vendor that can provide bikes for our veterans and not only provide them, but take care of them. Uh, They just tuned mine up for me and I'm back on the road. But it just, that's how it works. In and so
0: value. when you're talking about bikes, they don't have just normal bicycles, too. They also have some bicycles that are, are customized, oh, like yeah. the, the reclining bicycles and yes. so forth. So if there's somebody with a physical need that they can't use a traditional bicycle, uh, these are special bicycles, aren't oh, yes.
1: they? They're very, very special. They're designed with lumbar special uh, specialties, hand positioning, uh, leg rest, uh, Everything is specialized on that type of bike for our veterans uh, that have that need. Uh, You have to qualify for it, for one, based on the need that you have, but most importantly, you have to be a person that is active on a bicycle. You don't want to get your bike and just let your bike sit. We want you to use it because it's gonna, one, reduce your anxiety, two, provide mental clarity, cardio health just everything's gonna change for you like I mean it's, it's just an amazing thing right. um. so as you were talking about there's all these trails
0: around mm-hmm. uh, and that you can write as a group uh, but if there's an individual who wants to go solo uh, you're, you're you also do this the system mm-hmm. where you're tracking miles correct yes so you can do it as an individual. you can do it as, as part of a group. Uh, so if you, you're the kind of person who needs that support from a group, or if you're just like, "Hey, I got to get out there. I got to get out there now. I'm not waiting around for the group. There's that. Absolutely that too.:
1: Yeah, uh, We ride Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays or Mondays, Thursdays, Fridays. Uh, I'm able to ride anytime, early morning or afternoon. Many of our veterans still work. Our first responders still work. So we do an evening ride. Uh, what's been really beautiful about Warriors on Wheels is some of the men and women that are on our tribe uh, have, be, have, have just been <laughs> wrapped around cycling. And they've become what we call Warriors on Wheels ambassadors. And one of those guys is Zach Haney, man. He's a U.S. Marine. And this guy, we provided a bike for him. And within four months of receiving his bike, he logged seventeen hundred miles in four months. And he's our he's our ambassador for Warriors on Wheels. And this devil dog's just who's suffering from severe post-traumatic stress from you know, he was with the one, two and they they took a lot of they took a lot out there and uh, it's changed his life. It completely changed his life. So Zach will ride with you whenever he comes alongside you. And, but, but he's this amazing ambassador for us. And, and,
0: uh, so you've got like buddies that take the time out for yeah. your schedule, not you have to schedule around exactly. somebody else's schedule.
1: And we'll come on, the new riders, we come alongside them and really take our kid glove approach with them. You know, some of our riders are averaging uh, 19 to 26 miles an hour. Uh, some are doing 6 to 9 miles an hour. Our average speeds are anywhere from 16 to 22 miles an hour. But not everybody can do that, so we want to be able to dial it down for just a leisure ride. Stop on the trail, have a powwow. How's your life going, man? Tell me how your week's been. Everything okay at home? Yeah. What can we do to help you? And then we move on to another Super. five miles.
0: That's fantastic. That's, uh, that's quite inspirational, actually. It's uh, great to know that veterans have that uh that uh, service and capability it out provides, there to It provides to,
1: accountability for yeah. each other as well. Hey, <laughs> you didn't join the ride, ride today? Was everything all right? Yeah. You know, you ready to ride tomorrow? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so you were talking about Dr. Venable
1: earlier. A, Dr. V, that's my girl.
0: Yeah. Um, tell us about your overall experience with the Dayton
1: VA. Well, when I first started at Dayton VA, um, it was it was really rough. I was in a bad place. I was just in a bad place uh, mentally, emotionally. I flunked out of um, uh, CBT like three times. Uh, uh, I just didn't want to engage. I was just continued to isolate. Uh, I finally got a grasp of it and started saying, "Okay, there's you know if I go through my trauma, you know the chances are that." The more I understand it, the better I'll be able to deal with it. And it started clicking with me. And coupled with cycling, it started changing everything. Uh, my treatment team, Dr. Venable, she's just inspirational. Uh, she would, if she, it's like she knew when something was clicking with me. So she read me, would bring somebody in to talk to me. Uh, when I fell, I went into a spiral depression uh, cause I thought my cycling was over with and man, she propped me right back up, connected me to my mental team. I got back in the groove, uh, got, got with prosthetics, got back on the bike and who'd you work with in prosthetics? Oh, can't f- he's the director. Uh, I worked with a couple of people. There. Tim guest. Yeah. Tim. Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Tim was awesome. I mean, he called me back. He answered my calls. You know, he returned them. He said, Hey Gil, here's what we got for you. Get this back to me. By the way, uh, we don't have an Ohio connection. Can you help me? Yeah, I said yes, and uh, and then uh, my physical therapist uh, can't remember her name, but man, she was outstanding, working my knees and helping me with my my legs. Um, but I could call Doctor Venable for anything, and and uh, and that's one of the things I encourage our men and women that say, well, they're, they don't do this. I said, oh, time out, ceasefire, ceasefire. <laughs> I said, get over here. Let's let's talk about this. Tell me why you feel this way. And it's because they really don't know how to maneuver the system. They don't realize that they can go on VA.gov. And not, it, you're not just going to see that little bottom thing. If you go to the bottom and scroll, you can get everything the VA has. But most of our men and women don't know that. There's so many things that we can do with nutrition, with, you know, diabetes, health, uh, you name it. Eating right, shopping correctly. Yes, absolutely. But they uh, don't real they don't understand that, so they get angry because they can't control what they want to control. Right.
0: The the VA actually has a, a great program called the Move program. Yeah, that's awesome. Which uh, helps uh, helps inspire and track you and keep you on course uh, to actually weigh yourself every day to take your blood sugars every yeah. day to take your um, blood pressure uh, report those numbers every day we uh, had a
1: veteran that was in the move program yeah in the veterans treatment court and during a here court hearing the judge asked him why he hadn't been going mm-hmm. and he says it's just not for me judge so the judge looks over at me and says Gil you think he can do a bike I said, we can get him on a bike, Judge. Absolutely. We presented his bike to him in the courthouse, and within a month and a half of getting his bike, he lost 38 pounds. Wow. And it yeah. changed everything. Not everybody can go three times a week, but boy, they can get on a bike in the afternoons. With sure. with us, <laughs> And uh, so it changed everything, but you've my, my thing is connect with the VA, yeah. uh, ask those questions, you know, and as a former VSO, my objective was to make a relationship with the people of the VA. And in doing so, we had this conduit of communication that we were, I was now able to connect other veterans to. So the VA is, 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 is my number one, man.
0: Yeah. So when you were talking about uh, being in the court system and talking to those veterans who um, may not trust the VA or may not uh, know how to navigate the VA, as you said, Um, what was the biggest challenge for you? And especially as a veteran service officer, what's your biggest challenge when talking to those folks? What do you tell them?
1: The biggest challenge for me uh, in talking to them is, is convincing them that connection to your treatment team is key in a positive outcome in your life, whether it's your knees, your hips, your ankles, your diabetes, your heart issues, uh, you know, our young men and women that are coming back, our young wheelchair fighter, is probably the most difficult because they have a lot of self-isolation issues with severe post-traumatic stress. So the trust, they don't want to, they don't want to show their silent wounds. So, warzone on cycling really helps in right. opening them up which now allows them to get into their treatment programs. Right.
0: And you talk about the the younger vets coming back uh, from post 9-11. Yeah. Um, That's something that we've been talking a lot about on these podcasts are uh, the fact that we have a a recently uh, signed legislation by the president about the PACT Act, the the, uh, Promise to Address Comprehensive Toxins Act, which is actually opening up health care to more than 6 million veterans uh, that weren't eligible before, uh, that you know, they didn't have that service connection, that now because of presumptive conditions uh, associated with uh, service, uh, with boots on the ground certain right. dur- during certain campaigns, uh, that now they don't have to prove it. They just have to show that they've had some kind of issue that is presumed that they uh, received oh, uh, there, yeah. exactly, that they, exactly that they got that issue from yeah. serving. Uh, in a certain window, in a certain environment, in a certain theater. So that's that's huge um, and uh, again we encourage everyone uh, to register with the PAC oh, Act, yes. uh, that's at uh, you go to p-a-c-t-a-c-t dot gov, PAC Act dot gov. Mm-hmm. Register uh, whether you have a presumptive condition or not and it shows you all the and presumptive conditions. Registry. Yeah exactly, get on that registry in advent of needing that care. Don't wait mm-hmm. till you need it. Uh, go ahead and get on the registry, and if something were to uh, come down the pike and you all of a sudden need that care through the VA, Absolutely. you a, lo- it. a lot of our,
1: I'd say 60% of the people on our cycling tribe is is uh, former Marines uh, and, and Army, and they're between 22 and 29 years of age. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the ma- majority of the people that ride with us. And right. one thing I find with each one of them is they have this nagging cough that doesn't go away, and then none of them smoke. But when right. they're on their bike, they're fine. It's 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 just the strangest thing. And yes. only now we're able to tell them, hey, the Pack Act has passed. Yes. Let's get you registered in the Burn Pit Registry. Let's get you registered in Pack Act. Absolutely. Um, so they're finally saying, ah. Oh, Yes,
0: It's a a story I don't think I've told on this podcast yet, but I've told a lot of other people that, yes, I served in Bahrain. And I served in that window, uh, that time frame. And one of the things on the presumptive conditions was interstitial lung disease. And I have been hospitalized twice uh, for having an interstitial pneumonitis that the doctors came up to me and said, do you work on a bird farm? <laughs> uh, are you, do you got a lot of birds in the house? Uh, do you work in a chemical plant and oh, so okay. forth? I said no. I, you know, the, I'm in public affairs. The worst I've ever gotten is a paper cut, <laughs> uh, and had to uh, sit there and explain. No, I'm, I should be fine. And they're like, we have no idea why you have this. I've had, uh, yeah. I've been uh, hospitalized once because yeah. my. My uh, oxygen level got down in the 50s, and the doc said, uh, yeah. you're not leaving this hospital. Yeah. We're going to put you in a wheelchair, right. and we're going to do exploratory surgery in a couple wow. of days, and they still could not come up with a definitive answer as to where I had contracted this issue, and I had been in the hospital mm. a couple of times before that, and I still have issues with shortness of breath and had no inkling that it might have been this. Yeah. And so, yes, I have uh, gotten on there. I've filled out the paperwork. Uh, within a couple of weeks, I got the uh, paperwork that said, okay, we just need to get your medical records from the civilian hospitals where you were treated there to you get you that yeah. extra connection. So, connection. um yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a Bahrain as well, Gulf War. And yeah. I'm, I applied in the burn pit and I'm service connected. I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. Yeah, I'm an avid athlete, and I have a reactive airway disease. I have to carry mm-hmm. an inhaler. I have to take treatments, and right. something in the elements just trigger it. Yes, exactly. And uh, and, they, and it's it,
0: funny you said you're on the burn pit registry, and that's something that we need to clarify. Also, is that we want people to register for that burn pit registry, right. but at the same time, we will also want them to get online and register for that pack PAC Act because PAC they're two yes. different registries. Absolutely, and the Pact Act. Is far more. Uh, Far-reaching. Far, yeah. far more reaching. Yes, yeah. it's, it's uh, widening the door oh, yeah. completely. It's expanding health care for the VA like nothing has since World War II. Absolutely. So, uh, but yes, yeah, it, uh, whether course. it's Camp Lejeune yeah. or Air, uh, burn pits or Agent Orange or whatever, we still want you to register on go. those different. Um, registries, but uh, anyone that falls within the windows, definitely get on there True. Uh, and register with the PACDAC.gov uh, registry. I do that. Absolutely. Well, Gil, it's been fantastic having you here today. Great stories uh, and great information for our vets, and uh, I know there are going to be a lot of people reaching out to you here in the near future, I, I being so. one of them probably. Yes. So Come on. We'll, uh, we'll be on the trails together. Join the tribe. Happy trails. <laughs>
2: Now, All right, we if, appreciate you. if I can say one thing you got it, Greg. <laughs> before we leave here, our audience cannot see your sled.
3: <laughs> but if yeah. you see
2: this monster sled, She's it almost looked like. The Batmobile <laughs> yeah, <pretty much. laughs> on three wheels. Yeah, right she's sweet.
1: Yeah, my Warrior One. She's a beauty. I'll send you a picture, man. You yes. can check it out. We're
0: on gonna her. have we're gonna have that picture on the on the podcast website. Oh, Absolutely, she's pretty. Yeah, thank, <laughs> thank you, VA, thank for you. my sled. <laughs> All right, thanks again, Gil, for coming out today. It's a Pleasure, appreciate you. When I left the military, I had an issue with my hearing. I never had a check then, but it continued to get worse as the years went on. I went to the VA. They helped me receive a disability rating so that I was eligible to receive care at the Dayton VA. Don't wait another day to see how the VA may help you. I'm a vet, and it's my VA. Make it your VA today. To enroll, call 937-268-6511, extension 5336, or visit dayton.va.gov.
3: Hi, I'm Brandon, and I use the Dayton VA. For many, the years associated with their military service are the best of their lives. But that's not the case for all. There are those who have experienced firsthand the horrors of war or other traumatic experience while serving. They have seen or experienced things that cause them to suffer. A hundred years ago, it was called shell shock, and not much was known about how to treat it. Today, we have advanced greatly and recognize it as post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. Post-traumatic stress disorder is a mental health problem that some people develop after experiencing or witnessing a life-threatening event like combat, a natural disaster, a car accident, or sexual assault. It's normal to have upsetting memories, feel on edge, or have trouble sleeping after this type of event. If symptoms last more than a few months, it may be PTSD. The Dayton VA can help you with effective treatments and support services like psychiatric and psychological counseling, services for veterans who are homeless, treatment for addictive disorders, or transition and care management for post 9-11 combat veterans of Operation Enduring Freedom, Operation Iraqi Freedom, and Operation New Dawn. If you Or someone you know have symptoms of PTSD after a traumatic event, we can help at the Dayton VA Medical Center. We offer assessment and treatment support such as private counseling, group therapy, and medication. And these services are available at multiple convenient locations, not just at the Dayton VA Medical Center campus, but also at community-based outpatient clinics in Lima, Middletown, Richmond, and Springfield. It's never too late to get help. Call the Dayton VA Medical Center at 937-268-6511. Or, if you need help right away, call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 if you are a veteran. Chat online with a counselor at www.veteranscrisisline.net or call 911 or visit a local emergency room. You are not alone. The VA is there to help. I'm Brandon, it's my VA, make it your VA. Hope, where are you hiding?
0: I search for you in the seconds, the minutes of each and every day. Hear me as I call out to you, take my hand. Lift me up as I lift up others. Welcome me home. Father, mother, sister, brother, son, daughter. Hear us now. Alone we stood, divided we fell, no longer. Now we choose to make the connection. Our new mission lies within. Visit maketheconnection.net to learn more. We want to say thanks again to our special guests for taking time today to share their story. We truly enjoy hearing stories from veterans from across the region and learning more about how they found care through the Dayton VA Medical Center. And as always, we want to thank our listeners for joining us and remind them if they are a veteran and are not enrolled to enroll with the Veterans Health Administration to receive health care benefits through the Dayton VA Medical Center. It's easy and it doesn't cost a thing. You just need to be a veteran. The simplest way to start enrollment is to call our Enrollment and Eligibility Office at 937 268-6511 extension 4105. They can schedule an appointment for you to come to the Dayton campus or help make an appointment at one of the surrounding community-based outpatient clinics located at Springfield, Richmond, Lima, and Middletown. Again, that number is 937-268-6511, extension 4105. Veterans may also enroll by visiting www.choose.va.gov slash health while there you can choose from applying online or by phone or by mail it's just that simple really as i said before it doesn't cost a thing to apply so what are you waiting for call us today or if you know of a veteran who is not enrolled have them call to start taking advantage of this benefit if you're a veteran it's your va sign up today Join us again for another episode of My VA Dayton with the Dayton VA Medical Center. Our episodes drop the 1st and 15th of each month. I'm Scott Lees with your co-host Greg Tucker. Thanks again for listening to My VA Dayton.